This is a Fubar Radio podcast. You can subscribe to the app on Apple and Android. Visit foobarradio.com for more details. Sarah Hugh and Doc Two on Fubar Radio. Or in this case, thank you, Mrs. DJ. I always have thank a little you, bit of a Mrs. problem with DJ. that. Like, this just perpetuating these stereotypes, you know, gender stereotypes I, I of all DJs say, being men. I'm such a man. I never actually considered <laughs> that to be a sexist jingle. I guess because I really it's sung by care. a woman. Yeah, that balances about it a man. out. But it, it genuinely <laughs> doesn't because she sounds quite sort of almost provocative. Like she's saying, thank you for everything you've done for me because I could never have done it for myself. What with me being of a woman. Co- and yeah, everything. you know, that's just the natural um, balance of things, isn't it? OK, before we get into all of that kind of controversial, biz- before me and Ben start fighting in the studio, let's introduce the show. It's Sarah Hugh and Doc Two, but Hugh is not with us today. It's isn't. really a struggle to like isn't. get us all together. There's, no, there's, there's honestly no beef going on between presenters. The worst name I've ever come up with for any show. I know. We we were together briefly when we came up with the idea for the show. And since then, we've never been together. Last week, we were together for like half the show. I know. It's just, I mean, it's pathetic. So Hugh is is puncing around at the uh, Melbourne Comedy Festival. I know. Um, If we've got any listeners as far afield as Melbourne, which I think we have actually. um, Go and see him, I suppose, if you want to kill an hour of your life. He's doing big things. You won't get back. Yeah. Go go and see Hugh Joseph. (laughs) No, he's doing great things over there. (laughs) I've got to back up the homie. But um, yeah, so it's me and Doc taking care of you for... Right. today's show but we have a jam-packed show we as, do as we do. always we've got a, a whole bunch of guests a whole yeah, world of guests oh man. two great special today. guests obviously we got we got jim beans yes and gonna, um uh, have a little chat a guest live mix talented oh, uk yeah, we've people got, i think this is our first guest dj mix actually so i'm quite yeah. happy about that and i think that's um, actually the second person to to use the dj setup in the studio yeah. i mean so. he, he feels confident but he hasn't seen it yet yeah so um, and he doesn't know that it's basically uh, two, two be, old milk cans. It's like a flint. <laughs> like he's going to have to make fire to start yeah. the electricity to, yeah. or something crazy yeah. like that. So yes, yeah, so we're going to have a very talented UK producer, Lost Skeptic, in the yeah. show. But that's all coming up oh, much yeah, yeah, later. Yeah, yeah. And we love tuned. hearing from you guys as well. We'll make sure you tweet us at Fubar Radio. You can email us too at Tuesday Drive at Radio dot com. And mm. um, as always, we're going to be discussing all the madness that we've seen happen this week which yesterday i have to say did you you, did, you saw this new thing that jay-z has launched this yeah. streaming yeah mess yeah of a thing I called mean, tidal i'm behind it sarah i don't know why you've you've introduced it with such a kind of like a huffy puffy kind of uh, throwaway uh tone well because i'm backing it you're backing it i'm backing you're it. fully behind the boy yeah i, I don't feel like we make enough out of uh, out of the music that we make based on how much people just rip stuff and just just stream it and and just take it away from us and you know artists we've never been the best business people you know that much is clear otherwise we wouldn't be good artists um we we focus on the creative and uh, unfortunately that's constantly uh, taken advantage of in my opinion by people who just get our stuff for free. We, 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 can't, we feel bad now in 2015 even charging for our music. You know, I know, isn't it crazy? Because like we in know such a that short space of time. Ah, I'm not, I'm not buying that because this, I can this, get is, it for this free. is for free. 
Mm-hmm. And there needs to be something done about that. And oh. I feel like this is kind of addressing it personally. Well, I mean, I'm 100% behind supporting art and creative people. And I think, you know, you need investment if we want to see good things happen. Um, but I just think it was like the way they framed it. First of all, it okay. was a bit vague how the mm-hmm. whole thing was like mm-hmm. put across it was kind of like okay so what exactly are you doing here you're just showing off who your mates are because he's mm-hmm. got um, like 16 different investors behind it who right. include like Madonna Rihanna Alicia Keys Usher Daft Punk right. of course the missus was in on the act too mm-hmm. um, and uh, but it was just kind of the way they framed it as Look, we're really struggling artists out here, man. We need your help. <laughs> Listen, just d- don't watch the six hundred billion pound turnover I have annually. Yeah, but yeah. you know we really need your support because it's just hard out here for a pimp. And so mm. I just think um, if they had just framed it a little bit more, like, like we've not ma- trying we've to do it as money. though they're on some kind we, of we've um, made our money and now it's time to give something back. That's what you would have liked to have heard. Well, not even necessarily that. I just think first of all, it wasn't particularly revolutionary, like on the technological side, what they're offering, like. It's inferior. Like, there's no free aspect to it. You've got to pay for a subscription. Right. Basically, what Tidal is, is they're setting up a um, streaming, um, a way of streaming music. And I guess all mm-hmm. of these artists are going to be, you're going to be able to get their music on there. But their whole selling point was like, it's top quality uh, streams that you're getting. Yeah, the average that, person listening to music on their phone, they, they don't, don't care. care. They don't care. They don't care. They really don't care about that. I think if there's any USP, it should be that the artists make a little bit more. So that if you're a real fan of that band, then you should go with Tidal because you know that the artists aren't getting ripped off. That, yeah. should, that should be their USP. And if it's not that, then I don't know. But I do personally believe that it's time for somebody to say, hold on a second. Like Every artist out there, we can't exist without live performance. Which is in, it, There's a great positive to that, which is that it's brought live music back in a big big way but you know you should be able to sell records you shouldn't have to gig every day of your life which is what even big artists are having to do now in order to make a living because nobody buys their records well you know what's incredible though it's like when you listen to um some like classic like there's a a a legendary jazz drummer called roy haynes Mm. and the guy is 90 years old i mean he's played with the most influential important names like in jazz music and he still gigs like all year round, all over the world, okay. at, in the age of ninety, at the age of ninety, and his daughter's like his road manager and stuff. So you know that, and he's like one of the most influential drummers of all time. You name any top drummer in the world, he's like influenced those dudes. Okay. So you know the skills speak for themselves. And this is kind of what I was reflecting on last week as well. well if you're just going to be a you coat frank- hanger, you frankly exploded, <laughs> and I don't approve of you like swanning off. <laughs> For like two, three weeks, and then coming back in, just shutting it down. Cavalier, (laughs) maverick opinions. If you missed out, I was just basically making my piece for why I'm not into sellouts. It was crazy. She exploded. No, because I just punched you in the face, kicked a monitor. It was insane. Trash the studio. <laughs> no, but I just think, you know, we need, like, to readdress, like, if you are if you are just going to be a kind of popcorn artist mm. where it is all about endorsements mm-hmm. and things like mm-hmm. that, then, yeah, you are going to struggle to sell a live show. But if you're someone who's about perfecting a craft and being the illest mm-hmm. at giving a performance, mm-hmm. then I don't think you're going to have trouble to work. But I just think with this Tidal thing that Jay-Z is starting, I don't really see it being a trickle-down thing where you're going to have up-and-coming artists really reaping benefits from okay. this. It seems more like it's kind of geared towards so, all those acts not getting ripped so where, off. So where do you stand on something like Spotify? 
Oh, I think, like, I thought props to Taylor Swift for just being like, you know what? I'm taking all that stuff off mm. there. Like, you know, and that's a, I think that's a great way to play Because you're not getting it. a huge cut, you know? Yeah, Even it's incredible. It's an amazing it's springboard for your music. There's no question about that. It's Spotify disgraceful. is a huge, huge, powerful one and an incredible company. Because it's some crazy amount of millions of uh, streams you need fantastic. to get, like, $10 it, or something. It's fantastic, an but to make money off of it for an artist, very difficult. It's a lot easier for Spotify than it is for the artist. Oh, definitely. You know? So I would like to think that someone like Tyler is going to redress the balance, but yeah. who knows? I just think it needs a bit more innovation to come with something fresh rather than just, like, we're doing what Spotify do, but we're just going to charge you $20. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's pretty crazy. And it's not about respect. you, it's about us, but we're going to pretend it's about mm-hmm. you. So I just think they could have probably been a bit more original, maybe. Okay. But, okay. yeah, this is, but I do think these things need to be addressed because it, it is a bit kind of messed up, something like Spotify. As, know, a, as a wider question, as a wider question, do you think we're at a <laughs> stage now in 2015 where really and truly the songs you write are merely adverts for your live shows. Are we at that stage? Yeah, are we at that stage? Because I don't know who's buying records anymore. So therefore, if, 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 if your biggest income as, as a full-time artist is your live shows and your merchandise store, are your songs, do they really just become adverts? Like the music video for the song as well is that not just an advert but I don't even for think it's an advert for the show it's just an advert for the brand of Nicki Minaj Building or the brand, the brand of yeah. Rihanna isn't okay. it it's not even a show like because what show do they have to offer that mm. any you could get any girl off the street to that's, do if they well, were dressed well, up I mean, in Dodge and Gabbana kind of thing but and then the actual figure show like sales of vinyl mm. have uh, like higher than they've ever been it's the highest than really? highest figure than it's been for two decades i think last year there were 9.2 million pieces of vinyl were sold i'm absolutely amazed by that and i think it's a wonderful thing because the truth is like it's whack getting an mp3 in it like it's nice to have something it tangible I mean, to like, look at I, buy, I, I, tr- I try my best not to to rip anything i i buy anything any artist that i respect that i'm a fan of i buy their stuff but I have to say, it's actually it's physically hard to buy a CD. So, like, I was you know, I was gonna go down to H and V and buy the D'Angelo, uh, the Vanguard album, and H and V wasn't there. It was a Sports okay, Direct. Need to catch up. So I was like, <laughs> wow, okay, yeah. But you know what I'm saying? For like, no, I know. For like old folks like me, it's like, where'd you get? Like, where'd you go? You can't buy physical. Copies. But this is the beauty. So you kind of have to get the uh, the. M- the M4As that's from, not from even going to be around in a few years. So, like, time. Uh, for example, I bought the the Kendrick album off of uh, off of iTunes, and I've been listening to it the past couple of weeks and, and loving it. By the way, but mm. um, like, I don't really know who produced anything. Like, I haven't checked out that the the booklet thing that you can get with it because it's just that incentive is just not there. I know, and like one. Once it's on your phone, the booklet's not on your phone, so like you go go, so on that, go on your computer. Like, when, when are you, you going to go on your computer to check out the, the who produced the a beat, like on the album that you're listening to? I know it's kind of madness, but I think like me and you could just like go on. With yeah, no, we could. No, but we I could. think there's like artists like Kendrick who I think really deserve a big up. Very much so. Because you know these are artists doing the right thing and promoting the right kind of messages. Yeah, so man. that's why I appreciated this song because he's uh, like you know. I love myself. So this is like brand new yeah, from Kendrick Lamar. You're tuned into Sarah and Doc Minus Hugh this week. K103. 
Kendrick Lamar. I love myself. I just like the thought of there's little kids out there singing I love myself. It's a beautiful thing, isn't it? And like when you think of the song We Gonna Be Alright, there's there's so many positive messages on on there, but it's not cheesy, it's not preachy. Yeah. I just hope you can feel that it's from the heart. I just hope that kids don't find it boring. You know, I was like I was at an event yesterday uh, for the Peabody Trust. Represent like um, you know children in poverty in Hackney. So I was doing like a keynote speech there, and met loads of young people. And we talked about music, and like a few of them said like, we like "Oh, we listen to like Kendrick, Action Bronson, Drake." Like talk about all the new stuff. You are, you mentioned these names. Yeah, or they yeah, did. I mentioned oh, these okay, names, yeah. uh-huh. and they were like, "Yeah, we listen to Drake." And I was like, "Oh yeah, cool. Yeah, I love, I love Drake. Well, what about Kendrick?" And like, a lot of them were saying like, "Kendrick, he's like boring. He's like always talking it's about stuff." <laughs> Like, yeah, that's what rappers are supposed to do. Supposed to talk about stuff. And they're like, yeah, but Drake's he's so much more simple. It's like it's more straightforward. And I can see what they're saying. I can see how that would appeal to a teenager, maybe a little bit quicker. Mm. But Kendrick, Kendrick, I just, I really hope that he's he he can have a wider berth than just as I feel like twenty five plus love Kendrick. I wonder if he's got you the think kids. Even as old I don't as know 25. if he's got the kids. You reckon? Yeah. I think, yeah, I just think he's making so many waves and he's constantly seeing his name pop up here, there and everywhere and it's like so much buzz about him. So, hope, yeah, yeah, all you I'm can hoping. do is hope that yeah, it trickles yeah, through sort yeah. of thing. Because I had the same conversation when, when Life Is Good came out, the Nas, our last Nas album. It was so depressing talking to teenagers and they're like, yeah, like we know Nas. Like, he's know like one he of those old like, school rappers. He's one of those like boring guys that's like always talking about issues. <laughs> like oh, wow. like real problems and things <laughs> that we just really don't want to hear about. But um, yeah, speaking of um, real life issues, mm. it's now that, that, that point in the it's show. It's about that time. It's about that time. Well, oh my God, like no, they didn't. <laughs> no, they didn't. Where Doc mm. <laughs> He's always got some gripe Doc I've got, listen, You've I've always got, got some I've kind got of beef I've got a gripe every day The, the problem is <laughs> There's no shortage there's of There's only gripe. one day a week Where I have the uh, opportunity To share it with the world <laughs> Yeah And that is uh, Tuesdays On FUBAR Radio uh, At FUBARradio.com and, and you know what um, This week I, I, I was you know, reading around I'm always reading around music and uh, one of the places I always wanted to go to, um, which I've never been to, I'm sure you have, is Coachella. In um, <laughs> I'm sure you have. I, you Actually, have I bet you have, no, haven't you? I yeah, haven't. man. I'm surprised. <laughs> you, you being the jet setter, <laughs> musical jet setter that you are. Not and uh, Co- Coachella started a, a new trend that I, I wonder how people feel about. Um, because they, their first one, obviously, is, is coming up in, in a week's time on April the 10th. Uh, and Coachella were the first... Uh, mainstream live music festival to ban the selfie stick right as as uh basically a visual obstruction to was that fans, last year right no no, no they're, they're doing it for april the 10th this oh okay year. so this yeah, is the yeah. first time i yeah. see and lollapalooza who they're you could argue even even a bit a bigger festival because it's got a bigger range of music and whatnot mm-hmm. they, they've come out and said that they're going to do the same this summer and that has really like caused waves because nobody really like Coachella. Yeah, okay, so some rappers, you're not gonna be able to see some rappers. <laughs> some holograms. <whatever>. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I mean, like... you can't see the hologram this year. Who, who cares? We couldn't but, see it anyway. So. But Lollapalooza, Lollapalooza announced it and it came out a couple of days ago and it's caused a huge stir because the selfie stick is huge. Protests. In fact, to, 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 uh, to refer back to the event I was at yesterday up at the top of the Oxo Tower with all these, these hackney kids. 
there was a prize for the kids for being involved in this kind of workshop they did about if I was mayor. Mm-hmm. And the prize was selfie sticks. They had selfie sticks for everybody. Oh, you're and working I don't know for the beast. I feel about that. Like for like, me, the <laughs> selfie stick. I don't really understand what the hell it is. First and foremost, you know, for me, it's like it's such an anti-social invention. You know, when you're walking down, you know, I got married. You know, I got married, Sarah. Right? Check this out. I was I walking have met down. Your lovely wife. Yeah. I was walking across the bridge. Uh, uh, um, uh, West. Uh, yeah. One Westminster of them. Bridge. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And. Um, I had a T-shirt on that had the question on it under my jacket, right? But I also had a Polaroid oh, camera. Don't. So I stopped a dude and his <laughs> girlfriend who were walking past. And I gave the camera to him and I told him, like, I said, this is, this is what I'm going to do. Like, I'm going to ask you to take a photo. You know? And then his girlfriend started crying and I was like, get her the fuck out of here. Because this looks really <laughs> She's weird. Blow the cover. I've just asked you to take a photo of me and your girlfriend started crying. Um <laughs> So uh, he he took a photo of us and obviously like I unzipped my jacket, pulled it apart so that, um, you know, that Polaroid was taken. He gave it to me and then I gave it to her to to shake, you know, and, and, uh, and <laughs> see the image. So, you know, it's a kind of a cool thing to do. But also there was like a completely strange pair of people Bought involved in the, the moment. Yeah. You know, and it was just I'm a lovely sort of London moment. Right. And now that moment and all other moments have been killed by this idea that. You've got to take a picture of yourself with your own arm. And then that's been extended to now, like, here's a piece of machinery to stop you from asking anybody to take. A, and the photo is going to be better as well, surely, if you've surely. got someone to stand there and frame it But for I you. think it's like a two-sided thing. Some people must love it because they must feel like, oh, I, maybe I can't speak the language. So I yeah, don't want to embarrass myself asking someone kind of people, like, to take a picture. Again, those kind of for people. me, like, I'm crap at languages. <laughs> I always have been. But like I'll but learn you can the mine. very basics you can do mine. Yeah. Yeah. when I go uh, to another language. country so that I don't look like a prick. Like mm. I'm trying to get involved in your little world. And I, I think it's a thing that adds to that. But on top of that, ASB behavior, there's there's a, a additional ASB behavior. In ASB? Just, yeah, like antisocial that? behavior. Oh, I said sorry. Antisocial behavior sorry. behavior. Yeah. ASB <laughs> behavior. Get me blind. <laughs> Still. In, in just having things above your head at a gig. <laughs> I want to see the No, but artists. imagine like, pack it, like getting ready to go out. You're like, right, got my house keys, got my Oyster <laughs> card, got my selfie stick sorted. Yeah, like, and how are people characters? Do they like retract into the size of They're telescopic. I see. They retract. Yeah, but no, you, it, it gives me a lot of entertainment seeing people use them. So that's one yeah, positive yeah, aspect. Yeah, they look like absolute tits. There's no question <laughs> about that. At you. But I wonder what people out there think. Like, you know, we love hearing from you guys. Zero double three zero double two three zero two hundred. Are you pro selfie stick or not? I think it sounds like Doc. You're probably on. I'm a hundred percent anti. I have to say, <laughs> but just just, just to widen it out, like. Because Lollapalooza and Coachella, they banned them on the basis that it was an obstruction of a person's view of the stage, which I really, really back. Because I remember the first time I was really disgusted was when I was out in Dubai. I was watching Eminem and there were people with iPads up in front of my oh face. Oh my God, it's a joke. iPads? It's a joke. And I was just like, put that shit down. When you know the whole thing's going to be on the internet anyway. Why do you like, just be it? part of the moment. Yeah, why do you want to record it? Have you ever watched back what you've recorded and from a gig really appreciated it the like, sound oh, that's is terrible shot. <laughs> the shot is terrible you can't make out anything except light and shadow like it's it's just an absolute waste of time just watch the gig i was uh do you remember um when they had uh uh tony rotten black twang went and did the Deadwork southeast thing at jazz cafe were you there too 
I wasn't. I missed I'm it. Right, I yeah, no, because I, I took I was, you. I there. wasn't around, but oh, um, that was so just wicked. before that, I'd uh, come to something very similar, which was um, a bit of a retrospective Young Gun show mm-hmm. at the Jazz Cafe. Oh yeah, I did. Uh, but it was a very similar crowd, you know. And about halfway through the show, I thought there's something weird about this show that I can't <laughs> put my finger on from the crowd. No and one's then I actually present. That, uh, <laughs> They're all on e- there. Everybody was watching the show. Nobody had a phone up. No, but there was no phones in the air. There was no cameras in the air. And I was like, oh, yeah, because everybody who loves this guy was young when he was young and doing it. So we're all in our mid-30s now. So nobody's <laughs> going to pull out a camera and, and flip and shoot a No, but I think show. also at that show, people know that they'd be shamed by the rest of the crowd where they'd be like, what Possibly. are you doing, I mean, it's you quite in, It's quite intimate in there. <laughs> yeah. But I like that. Let's but get I that atmosphere back. For real. Because that's think, how you I feel like that's what these organisers are doing. Yes. Organisers doing. So I think it definitely goes down as like a bad thing to do at a gig. Like this well, is like a faux pas. See, you say that, Sarah. Now this is, this is what I want to hear from our listeners because... Really and truly, like, I think it's 100% wrong. However, with every gig that I go to now, I would say it's getting near to a third, maybe more of, of, of the, the full percentage of the crowd. I think it's a third, maybe even coming close to half who have got some shit in the air in front of your face trying to film the gig. <laughs> so that means there's a huge population of people out there who think there's nothing wrong with it. I, I want to hear from them. I want to know what they're, <laughs> what's they, what are they on about. The doc cannot comprehend. I can't comprehend it. Way of, way of thinking, but I, I definitely think the selfie stick standing there at a concert, filming it on your crappy phone. These all go down as bad things to mm-hmm. do at gigs. But mm-hmm. what do you think? Like, or what have you seen? What are the worst things you've seen at live shows? Like, what are total no-nos? I know I've got yeah. plenty to go through. Oh, from man, there. I yeah. just thought of the very, very worst I've ever <laughs> but seen. But let's put this out to the people. <laughs> Tweet us at Foobar Radio. Give us a call 0330 And, uh, yeah, we want to hear from you, and we're going to hear what uh, what else can be added to Doc's list of bad things to do at gigs. But before that, another UKG. This is brand oh, new Scorsese yeah. representing Nottingham. Ooh. i got to say, I do love that guy. It's great to hear scores again. Man. I know, wow. Scorsese. He is, in my opinion, a legendary yeah. MC I'll out of the UK. probably one of the most underrated rappers ever to come out of the UK. I love that guy so much. So yeah, look out for his brand new album. It's called Aeon, um, Piece of the Puzzle. And um, yeah, that's, that's Scorezilla for you. But we've got plenty more good music coming for you. You're tuned into Sarah and Doc because who is missing today? But we've yep. been talking about the worst things that you have seen people do at a mm. live show, whether that's in the audience or mm-hmm. maybe it's on stage. And Doc mm-hmm. said that he, he he's full of gripes. Oh yeah. I mean, there's loads. I mean, the, the, the lowest of the low, I think, is the <laughs> pe- peeing in the bottle and chucking it. That's, oh, my God. You've seen really that? That's wrong. Yeah, I've seen that with my No. And that, that, I don't know. what I'd turn into, horrific. like, angry mother that's if horrific. I saw someone do that. That but is on, a, on another level, which is obviously oh this God. is joy for the, the two people, but uh, shocking for everybody else. At a two-door cinema club in, at Reading Festival in 2013. I'm scared. You know what I'm going <laughs> to say. I'm scared. Dog, I'm scared. You know what I'm going to say. I'm just an innocent wallflower. We're I'm just not watching ready. the end, uh, the end of the gig, and the last tune was on. And I wanted to try and catch a little bit of uh, Wolfgang, those okay. guys, and so I, I walked out like early through the the last song, and I went down towards the front right of the stage, and just to the right of the stage, up against the fence, 
there was a couple having sexual intercourse. Full on. Full sexual intercourse. Wow. Mid gig. Wow. I mean, that, what planet are you Get on? Get in! <laughs> <laughs> that, is, that is completely unacceptable. That's I couldn't believe my eyes. Yeah, but no, they're not like, in the... Because oh it's a festival. Oh my gosh. Yeah, no, they're just not fully compassmentous, are they? Mm. But on the light, we wanted to hear from you guys. Remember, you can hit us up on 0330-223-0200. The worst things you've seen happen at gigs or in a public arena. And on the line, we have Pete in Pimlico. Pete, are you there? What's up, Pete? Yeah, I'm here. I'm here. Woohoo! Yeah. It's good to have How you here. We're doing very good. How's Pimlico doing? It's going, it's the massive, Pimlico massive is good. But, you know, I want to know when he threw the, when he threw the piss bottle at you, did it have the cap on it still or was it the cap off it? I've seen both, Pete, to be honest. I've seen both. And what is, I mean, you, what, to, if you had the choice of a piss bottle with a cap on, because a cap on is more dangerous, but a cap off, the piss going over you. Yeah, I like I mean, how I, Pete's getting all I health would, and safety with I would with always him. take a, like a big lump on the head from a capped <laughs> piss bottle then to yeah. just be smothered in, in, in fresh, warm urine. Personally. I think I'd be able to trap it. That's why they make you take the cap off at football matches, isn't it? Yeah, very much so. <laughs> Pete, you're spot on. trap it, man. What I don't understand yeah. is, like, obviously I do understand uh, men needing a piss. Like, women, obviously, much better at holding it in <laughs> and, and, and being respectful to themselves and others. But, like, if you're a man and you need a piss and you've got a piss in the bottle or your pint no, glass... No, you then, don't have to. Then, got to does not uh, go... Then do it, no, listen, do it, do it, but just, just pour it onto the ground. Oh. Yeah, See, this is, like, where men, men are animals women, to yeah. women. Where, well, we are animals. <laughs> because it's like, no, you know one of the worst things? Actually, this has got to go... No, first, Pete, let's hear what you thought <laughs> yeah. before I get carried. Well, I've seen, I've seen carried plenty of women pissing on the floor blood don't worry oh, about no, that no, listen, <laughs> listen if, that's we, if you want to get too. really deep I've got another story about <laughs> a woman at, at V-Fest shitting in a gig and I've, n- I've never seen a man yeah. do that so there we go that's another and story that, I've that seen a clip that's, yeah. that's, that's I've shitting. seen a clip of a, uh, yeah, a woman doing that and some old man just came booted the woman up the arse it's like yes you know what <laughs> you deserve that but Pete what is the worst thing other than I mean that's pretty hard well, to top let isn't me it? just say that guy kicked her up the arse would have had shit on his shoes that's what I'm saying I would have kicked her somewhere different Pete myself but yeah. no. each to their own no I mean violence is never the answer I would not condone no, 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 or promote no, no, no. violence well, but yeah yeah, there's a word, but there are some times where it's like, listen, right, you need some old fashioning, old yeah. fashioned straightening out. But no, Pete, was that the, the what you were, you were calling us to tell us the worst thing mm. you've seen? In the- I was going to say, I've got a few things, you know, I made a list, <laughs> didn't it? Yeah. Hit uh, us with the hit list, Pete. In the cinema, you know, because it's like a gig in yep, the cinema, yep. no Very masturbating, yep. no throwing Maltesers at the back of my head. No oh. throw Maltesers at the back of my head. Who's been doing uh, that, Pete? Kids? I don't know who it was. Is I it, heard la- I first in my Jesus and then I hear laughing. I look around, there's no one, it's just everyone normal. Dumb, but dumb. Oh, maybe they're just that's, kids that's learning about, having, I don't know. Having big hair at the cinema is a bad thing. Yeah. Hey, big man, hair. I'm all for the afro. I will not have any hateration on the yeah, afro. Where it with pride. Sit at the back. Especially you if you catch a few Maltese. I'm, I'm backing that. But I'm that's back. like the tall people need to always stand at the back, like at gigs. Tall people to the back. But yeah, okay, what was number two on your... Uh, (laughs) When at festivals, selfie stick, because it's basically an offensive weapon. You can kill someone to death with a selfie stick, easy. Pete and Pimlico's keeping it real. 
health but, and sa- um, he's got this health and safety angle. Yeah, what else? Um, people uh, shitting in the wrong places. I went for a shit in the wrong place. I learnt my lesson. There's a lot of other people who think the same place and you end up Goodness gracious. And, and nettles. This is an uh, eye-opening conversation wait, for wait, me, wait, man. When, when, you say, when you say you shat in the wrong place, what? Uh, I went off peace. I went off piece to go and, you know, do the business because the toilet's there. Uh, Where were you, though? A festival? Glastonbury festival. festival. Okay, cool. There's no like way that's off piece. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I've seen some toilet. Okay, yeah, no, like hell, are, right. It was like hell in there. Yeah, yeah, nice So I went off piece, didn't it? And then okay. I, 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 I crouched down mm. and then I put uh, my light on and I looked around and there was like uh, tombstones of other people's turds who had the same idea about about 30 people. You know oh, what, like Pete? Movie. You know what, So Pete? you were surrounded by piles <laughs> of shit? Yeah, but at the end I of the day, shit, man. at in the like end of the day, it That's serves horrific. you right. If you were trying to take a dump in the public place that wasn't in a hygienic surroundings, like that's what you get. It was down a hill. <laughs> That's what you, don't, hey man, I was on a hill. Don't hate on me. I was on a hill. Yeah. Pete, okay. I, Just I'm, I'm, I'm sort of, I, this has been very eye-opening phone call, Pete, because <laughs> I have definitely not encountered a bottle of piss being thrown or, no, you know what? My sister did say she was walking in downtown San Francisco and she saw a dude just taking a dump outside Armani Exchange just in the middle of the street. That, that was a protest. <laughs> that, that was, that was, that was, that was a right. protest. Who is right? Who is being more natural to nature? The Armani, is that, did God make the Armani or did is shitting in the street more natural? <laughs> no, I mean... Maybe I, Armani I'm not, are the guilty ones. <laughs> no, I just think, you know, <laughs> we need to be able to decide whether we want to see other people taking a poo. Yeah. Or not? Like yeah. I don't want to just be like. Society begins to fall apart, doesn't it? <laughs> if, if, if anybody can just shit anywhere. But thank you so much, Pete. That was but definitely eye opening. And yes. um, big up to the Pimlico Massive. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, we're talking about the worst things that you have seen happen in a public place. I'm definitely um, keen to hear more from you guys. Remember, you can hit us on the Twitter, Food Bar Radio. We had an email from Duncan in Winchester. Duncan in Winchester, he said, I got vexed at cinema. Cinema seems to be a popular Mm. gripe, doesn't it? I got vexed in the cinema recently when someone brought in a bag of KFC. It annoyed me because I could hear them munching, but also because I was starving and it smelled good. Duncan... KLC is disgusting. <laughs> I would be complaining because that would make me want to retch and it should be illegal to like have to eat that in a public place. I'm I can sorry, feel Duncan's pain though because I, I bring my own food into the cinema. I wouldn't bring fast food like hot <laughs> You've food. You've got to bring in. silent food. I bring oh, I silent food soup, because I respect the movie. I bring soft, <laughs> soft things, soft rolls. And if I bring like... It's too much information. Uh, yeah, I bring like... <laughs> uh, if I bring my own popcorn, I will transport it into like a, like a cloth bag or something like uh, that. Yeah, there's, so that there's no crinkling. The, I see, Because yes. I don't mind the crunch in the popcorn, but <laughs> I hate the, the crinkle quiet? of the bag. Oh, right. I see, yes. But for other people, it's the crunch of the popcorn. Yeah. That, that, no, see, no, it's, it's, the loose, loose of the, it's the crinkle of their bag. It's the crinkle of their bag. You've got to have snacks when you're watching the film. This is getting like deep, like the crinkle of the bag. Yeah, because you respect the, the film. <laughs> like noise pollution and light pollution are things that ruin a film. And okay. um, yeah, so we definitely, I know there's there's loads, loads more that you guys have got uh, gripes from. You know what I think was really funny? I was at a, a gig and a friend of mine was performing and it was like a really crucial, deep part of oh, her no. set where she was singing like this meaningful ballad. But it was the first time me and a friend had seen each other in years. So we were a bit excited, like jumping around like, oh my God, yeah, blah, blah, blah. 
<laughs> only to realise like yeah everyone in the place was silent so, and we were just completely ruining the, the whole vibe so that's pretty bad and I've got to put my hand up to hey we're, we're, we're not perfect we're no, not perfect as individuals perfect. We're human beings. but you know there's things like you can wait till you find a toilet you know things like that you can women, work women on that can. situation <laughs> no men can too no, men can there's no excuses no, we are equal men can't but hit us up. We want to know what are the worst things people do in public places that you have witnessed. Mm. And um, I'm sure Doc's got like a list as long as his arm. Yeah, like, I'm um... guilty of half of them. <laughs> yeah, uh, exactly. That's why you're such an expert on Give this. us a tweet at Fubar Radio or email us at TuesdayDrive at FubarRadio.com. Give us a phone call. Let's, yes. let's talk. You're tuning let's in to Sarah and Doc. Peace. That was Doc's selection, some Drake for you. Sheesh! <laughs> and we've been speaking about um, what things you don't like seeing happen at live shows, etc. There's lots, there's lots, go, got lots going on. We had some interesting commentary from Pete and Pimlico. And Alicia hit us up. She said, I think if people go to see an artist or a band, you should be in that moment and enjoy it. Yes. You're not fully paying attention if you're videoing or recording. And yes. it's disrespectful to the artist. Yes. Blah, blah, blah. Yes, I want what she's Preach, having. Preach, Alicia. Preach. I think, yeah, most of us feel like that. I hope most of us feel like that anyway. Um, but yeah, definitely uh, we ha- want to hear more from you guys. Make sure you hit us up on the email, Drive at foobarradio.com mm-hmm. too. And we also want to hear um, your suggestions for things that Doc can rap about. So you can keep Ooh, that in mind. Doc can rap about anything, remember. But last yeah, week, forget. we actually spoke with um, a super, pro- uh, super producer from the States. He's uh, been doing all kinds of work with like the biggest names in the game that you oh, can man. imagine Huge. you missed out on this doc because you just like chipped on us before the end of the show but me and Hugh got to catch up with him his goes by the name of Jim Beans alright Sarah Hugh and Doc 2 you're on FUBAR and we are joined now by a uh, an American super producer now this guy a uh, songwriter musician singer uh, record producer signed to Timberland Productions. He's got a massive, massive list of things um, to his CV. Um, joining us right now from the States, believe he's in Philly, uh, Jim Beams. Hey, what's going on, people? <laughs> there he is. Where, where are you right now? Are you actually in Philly? Yeah, right now I'm in cold Philadelphia. Uh, just trying to take a little time off from uh, the, the finale of Empire and uh, just focus on some music right now but how's everything going with you guys oh great but it sounds like yeah some seriously massive things are happening with you and uh your your career at the moment it's going crazy but yeah, yeah what you're from philly originally uh no i'm actually uh from an hour away from philly uh it's called a, a city called harrisburg it's the capital of pennsylvania i see and how did you get into music in the first place then like what's your background uh, well, I started playing um, violin when I was in fourth grade, played drums in middle school, and uh, I became um, one of the musical directors at my school uh, when I was in high school. So <laughs> oh, I've, I've, wow. Yeah, I've, I've been around music for a long time. That is crazy, and uh, and since then, like you've gone, you've gone on to do so many things. I mean, not only have you produced artists like um, Shakira, Jamie Fox, Diddy, Gwen Stefani, M.I.A., Britney Spears, Lil Kim, Whitney Houston, like massive, massive names. But also, you're the winner of your. Oh, Cheryl, Cheryl Cole, also. Don't Cheryl Cole, you, you got Cheryl Cole, yeah. We, we never forget about Cheryl Cole, never on this show, <laughs> never <laughs> on this show. Um, also, I was uh, uh, I was doing a bit of research on you as well, and you're also the winner of the Eurovision Song Contest in 2008. Yeah, 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 did that too. 
Wow. How did a project like that come about? Because I'm sure not many people in the US are aware of that something called Eurovision Song Contest even exists. Well, you know, it's crazy. I got into the game um, actually uh, years ago. I started doing vocal production. That was sort of like my uh, my my way in. And you know, through that, a lot of the, the songs I would do with a lot of overseas artists, I ended up getting phone calls from just uh, you know the biggest um, stars within, like you know, Russia, France, China. You know, they would come to me, you know, to, to have work done because they wanted songs that had, you know, English words and, and they wanted to sort of like make sure that the uh, pronunciation was correct. Um, so, yeah, they kind of, uh, Russia, uh, Russia's artist Dima Balan hit me up years ago and they wanted me to do a song entry for the Eurovision contest. Um, I was actually in the studio working with Chris Cornell and the Pussycat Dolls. I, I had like double sessions in Miami the whole time. <laughs> They ended up calling me, and I, and I actually said I didn't think I had enough time to do it. Um, but, yeah, I wrote this song, and I think it was close to maybe an hour. I only had like an hour to spare. And, yeah, it won. I was so surprised. That is crazy. So it paid off in the end. And, mate, hearing you talk about all these stars, like you must have a pretty crazy phone book. Like, who's one of the biggest stars in your phone that you could just call right now off the hat? <laughs> oh, my goodness. Um, biggest star. Uh, you know what? I don't know. I, I got a lot. Of, <laughs> I can't really say. I got a lot. Of don't things. embarrass him like that, Hugh. Don't embarrass hey, him. You it's haven't my got job. to answer that question. It's my job. Was, it's my job. That was a cra- that was the craziest question I've ever heard. Oh yeah, I got this person and that person. In it. <laughs> that was like mad street. Uh, <laughs> Hugh got a bit street with it. No, but what now? <laughs> you're <laughs> done, <laughs> but now you're mainly working as a producer. Is that correct? Like you're not so much just the vocal uh, production work. Like you're producing tracks for people. Well, you know what it is, you know, as time goes on, people get to see all of your strengths. And, you know, no one wants to hear about the person that can do it all, you know. Like, a lot of times you hear, hey, I write, hey, I'm a producer, hey, I also, I'm a, I'm a chef, too. You know, sometimes <laughs> when you tell people too many talents that you have, they don't really know which one you're the best at, you know. Um, it just so happened, you know, thank God, I, I've always just, eat, sleep, and breathe music. So, you know, now people are actually finding out I'm a one-stop shop. I write, produce, vocal produce. I would even, you know, as far as even for the songs for um, Empire, I would even demo the songs for the men, the women, the, uh, you know, for, you know, Aretha Franklin to, uh, you know, Jennifer Hudson. Like, I was actually demoing the songs also, mimicking the person's voice and then sending it off for approval, you know. And, and yeah, it just so happens I, I do it all. You know, so working amazing. with already such like an amazing list of uh, people under your belt, like what keeps you motivated in the music industry? Like what is it that keeps you going? You know what? Um, being able to, to put music out that changes the world. Um, and it's crazy. I never thought I would ever make a statement like that. But, you know, in this world, there's so much fighting and so much negativity going on. I, I, I'm blessed to be able to put songs and music out now to kind of make awareness and change people's perception on life. Um, I think that's what keeps me going, the ability to, to be able to show people that, you know, you can still have love in music. You know, it's fine to party every now and then, but every now and then it's, 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 it's great to hear songs that make you feel good about yourself or make you even change your perception on, you know, like not liking someone else because of their color, skin complexion, their sexual orientation. 
you know, just songs that are able to kind of change the world and make the world a better place is my motivation. Oh, I like you. Lovely. I like you. You are, you are a good human being. That's that is amazing. Hey, we so obviously just uh, let's we, let's touch on Empire now. So um, for people that may because we don't have it here in the UK as yet, but Empire, um, it's uh, it's obviously it's a it's a drum. We have the interweb. We do have the interweb, <laughs> uh, but a lot of people wouldn't have heard of it just yet. We're hanging out to see it because this is an absolute smash hit show over in the states. Um, it's a it's a musical drama series. It debuted this year and it kind of centers around hip hop uh, and the entertainment industry uh, and stuff like that. Now, um, this is very interesting to find out that you you um, pretty much uh, wrote most of the entire soundtrack for uh, Empire, which has just smashed even uh, Madonna's latest album, uh, Rebel Heart. Um, it's uh, Empire soundtrack is now number one on the Billboard charts. Now, this that must be very exciting for you because um, not only I mean you're a character on the show as well, I believe in the first series, um, but not only you know is it such a successful show, but also your work making the soundtrack uh, on its own, separate from the show, is like number one on the Billboard charts. Mate, things are good. God is good, man. God is the greatest. It's, it's been amazing. We've, we've been breaking records. Um, you know, I don't think anybody from, you know, Lee Daniels to Timberland to uh, all the characters, I don't think any of us could have predicted that it would be such a smash, a hit, you know, and it's such a blessing. Mm. And who are you a fan of? I'm curious, because like, there's quite a varied selection of people and projects that you've worked on, like, musically. Who are you, like, blatant fan of? Oh, you know what? It's, it's crazy that you say I'm a fan of anyone who has the, uh, uh, who has the ability to do songs to change the world. And, you know, and it's, it's a blessing that, we, you know, we went number one and we beat out Madonna. But let me tell you something. I've always been a fan of Madonna. I would love to work with Madonna. And I, I want to put that just out there into the universe. <laughs> mm. um, I'm a fan. I'm a fan of um, icons. I love people who aren't afraid of to push the envelope to make the world a better place. I think nowadays you don't really get that too much. You know, back. You know, you, we used to have Michael Jackson and you know Whitney Houston. I'm a fan of people who aren't afraid to do songs to make the world a better place. Amazing, amazing. Um, and the, look, it, it's, uh, it's absolutely stellar lineup on Empire as well. So some of the recurring cast, uh, people like uh, Naomi Campbell, uh, Jennifer Hudson, Courtney Love, um, and then they've got guest stars like Cuba Gooding, uh, Snoop, uh, Mary J. Blige, or people like that. It's it's a huge show. So uh, can you just break it down for us for people that, as I said, may not have uh, you know had a chance to um, check out Empire as yet? Like what 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 actually goes down in the series? Well, you know what? You guys are going to get to see two of your own, too. You, we also have Estelle, and we have Rita Ora. Amazing. Um, it's an it's, it's amazing line of characters. And, um, you know, it was, it was even great being in, there, uh, in the studio with Estelle. She had a song on a show called Conqueror that, uh, that went number one. Um, um, I mean, that, uh, that it did really well. I, I forget what number went on um, iTunes, but um, everybody loved this song, Conqueror. But, I mean, the, what people can expect of this show is um, we bring a lot of awareness to different um, uh, life situations that, that are going on. A lot of uh, taboo uh, situations that are going on within families and just within, you know, uh, you know, a lot of things that the world, I think, are kind of hush-hush about because they're too scared to make enough roar, have too many people's opinions. Um, you're going to see, you know, it's very entertaining, it's funny, you know, and, and you know, beyond that, you know, what, you know, what I bring to the table alongside Timberland um, is, like, great music, music that doesn't sound like anything on radio, um, you know, and also there's a, a list of act, uh, artists as well as actors 
cool. Um, you know, it's gonna be the first, the world's first time seeing, um, you know, Yaz, the greatest. He plays the rap, uh, the rapper on the show, uh, Jesse Smollett, amazing vocalist. He's a, uh, he's the middle brother on the show. Try Byers is the older son. He's the oldest son. Um, and he actually, it's crazy. Everybody on the whole cast sings on the show. They don't, but uh, everybody comes from a musical background. Um, and then uh, there's a lot of drama, a lot of twists and turns. You never know what's going to happen. Um, and, yeah, and then you've got Titan. You know, I played Titan on the show. That's That's been amazing. Shout out to Simone Sheffield, the musical uh, coordinator. She was the one that kind of pulled me in to do the, the part. So that came out of nowhere. Um, yeah, so it's a lot of drama, a lot of great things. I, I'm excited to see what people think about the show. Excellent. Well, I'm sure lots of UK fans are going to eat it up. Yeah, I mean, it's crazy. I, I mean, it, it's been a phenomenon over here. I mean, just to let you know, as far as like, the records that broke, I mean, each time it came on television, I think it's the first time, well, then I think they said maybe t- between 10 to 13 years, don't quote me on that, but uh, that uh, the viewers went up each time. Um, wow. And if I'm, yeah, if I'm not mistaken, it ended somewhere around 17 million people who had watched it, I think. Uh, but yeah, it's just wow. been crazy. <laughs> That's what, and uh, and what about your character on the show? Um, I play an artist, uh, an artist by the name of Titan. Um, without telling you guys too much, he's he's a uh, he's um, he's somebody who kind of has a uh, he goes on the wrong side of the fence or whatever. He's actually um, he comes in as a, a star that he's 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 on stage and a lot of people look up to him and he ends up going through some drama that kind of takes him out of the music world. Hmm. And he has to sort of battle with his inner demons until he comes, you know, comes back around and faces his, his stardom and he wins in the end. So Excellent. Well, yeah, super look forward to, um, to checking that out, I'm sure. But what advice would you have for peeps who are on the come up at the moment? Like a single piece of advice, maybe that's something that's been shared with you or just something that you've learned along the way that you think, um, you know, helps people progress in their careers in the industry. You never know where life is going to take you. Um, you know, and sometimes it's so easy to get discouraged over, you know, not making it or not things not going the way you may think that they should within your career, whether it be music, acting, you know, anything. Um, but the key to everything is patience and um, and just being dedicated to, to what it is that you want to do and understanding that, you know, Rome wasn't built in a day. You know, sometimes you have to really allow, you know, seeds to grow. You can't sit over top of a plant and wait for it to, to grow. You know, you kind of got to put good energy out there and then just hope that, you know, and put your faith in God that along the way everything will sort of connect for you. Amazing. And that's, that's the best I can say. Mate, that is good advice. I really enjoy that. <laughs> I really like you. You're <laughs> a really nice guy. Hey, uh, just quickly, very sorry, I nearly forgot just before we let you go. Um, you know, apparently you know Julia that works here at FUBAR. Yeah, that's my people. That's my family right there. <laughs> how, how on earth do you guys know each other? You owe everything wow. to Julia, don't you? <laughs> you know what? Julia is one of those special people who I, who I met while, while I was in um, UK. And, uh, you know, whenever I come there, she, she, she's always been a supporter of, of Jim Beans. And, uh, and uh, yeah, just it's great to have amazing people around the world that you know who are just genuine and, 
absolutely have your back and see the talent at the early stages. And, you know, it's just a blessing that, she, you know, she's even able to see, you know, how far I've come now. So it's a great person. Do you, she, she'll be listening to this. Um, do you want any, any messages you want to pass on to Julia? Yes, I can't wait to see you again so we can go to Nando. <laughs> what? Listen, every American that I know who tours out here, they're just like, where's the closest Nando's? <laughs> it's like crack to American artists Absolutely. and American performers. Yeah. It's crazy. Absolutely. I'm hoping I get my VIP card now. I mean, they've been fighting me for the longest, but I'm hopefully now with Empire I can get one. <laughs> I hear they are opening some in the States, actually. There's going to be some. I think there's one opening maybe in New York this year, but anyway, yeah. Key issue for wow. Americans. <laughs> um, Jim Beans. Uh, Jim Beans, uh, absolute super producer. Uh, you cannot believe the caliber and the, 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 the list of artists and things that you've achieved in your life. Congratulations, mate. And we really look forward to um, Empire showing here in the UK very, very soon. And uh, we thank you for your time. Thank you so much. All love and respect to you guys and appreciate you for uh, having me on your show. Thank you so much. Oh, by the way, you uh, Doc Brown's not here, the mm. other one on the show. Is there anything you want to say to Doc for not being here for this? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Just tell everybody I love him. I can't wait to see everybody when I come out there. And I hope you guys enjoy the show as much as we enjoyed making it for you guys. Legend. Jim Beans. Thank you so much, mate. Thank you. My spit. Niggas lose consciousness. Yes. And you're tuned into the sounds of Sarah Hugh and Doc Two, but minus Hugh because he's just gallivanting in other places. And um, yeah, we love hearing from the Fubar listeners. So Maybe. hit us up on Twitter, Maybe. Fubar Radio. Um, you can email us to Tuesday Drive at FubarRadio.com. And on the telephone, 0330-223-0200. We have a very, very important question coming up for you. Um, so hold tight for that. Um, first, I would like to introduce our next special guest, mm. who is, in my opinion, a cornerstone of the community. Okay. This is one of the most important contributors to society today. Wow. We are joined by Susan. O- <laughs> wow. <laughs> We're joined by Susan Okareke, who Please. is a maths secondary school teacher. Wow. And this is a woman on a mission. Susan, what is your mission? My mission, hello everyone, uh, my mission is to get people to understand that maths is for everybody, young and old, mm. and it can also be fun, fun, fun. <laughs> I don't doubt it. Yes, but mm. how do you, because when I mention to people, <laughs> Doc's just like, okay. As soon as you say the words maths, yeah. people are like glazing over. I was, uh, I was saying to Sarah earlier, I was at uh, an event in the Ox Hotel yesterday with um, some teenagers from Hackney mm-hmm. with the Peabody uh, Trust. And we did a kind of if I was mayor type workshop and they all did presentations at the end about what they would change. And one kid came up and he said, yeah, like I would say like C school. Yeah, (laughs) basically like it should be less like like reading stuff. I'm like more practical. So like there's less learning. You just do stuff. He's got a point in some ways. That was it. In some ways, props to him. But I think like... It's a very Scandinavian angle. I think that's what what he was inspired by. Yes. But there's definitely the learning curve, which is important, isn't it? Well, then the thing is, you know, I'm in a school most days and the whole sitting down thing, I know it's it's difficult to pass on as that is learning because actually you're right, like doing is learning. And I think we need to do more of that in school. Mm. We also need to make it a bit more applicable to actual real life because a lot of the times they're being examined and stuff that comes to 16 they've done their GCSEs some topics they'll never look at again like and Pythagoras that, theorem which is a beautiful theorem but not everyone needs to know it do you know what I mean so it's or wants me. to know it hate, <laughs> no, I love it maths, I love okay? it I think maths is beautiful she was talking about the general public fair enough and me. Okay. 
Yeah, not me. Oh, stop hating, <laughs> <Stop getting>, <laughs> No, I genuinely do think maths is beautiful, and it's just about like inspiring people to see how maths is part of everyday life. This is it. But mm. yes, I mean Susan is going to kind of um, pit us against each other doc crazy, and it's going to be really Im- I'm it's scared embarrassing. you should not artist scared. against artist literally <laughs> no <laughs> one wins well, yeah. you've got open minds guys also if necessary I'm not adverse to people you know collaborating <laughs> so okay. get started you know okay. it's, and it's kind of I want you to realise that this maths question like everyone at some stage will potentially have a question like it because most people Ooh. like to go on holiday don't they so Ooh. so hit us with it what is it Okay, you're doing a favour for a friend, and your friend is Jay Z. Jay Z is planning. He's your mate. I can relate this to real life. Yes, yeah. <laughs> I'm in there. Mm-hmm. He's your mate. So um, Jay Z is planning a family holiday. He all he's always wanted to go to Benidorm, and here is it's a great um, it's great there at this time of year. He decides to book his holiday with Get a Fabulous Package Holidays. <laughs> the the flights and accommodation including breakfast, are £249 per person for seven days. You might want to write this down. <coughs> this is like key information right okay. now. 225 249 Brilliant. For, I'm in. Per, <laughs> yeah. per person, um, per, per adult for seven days. Okay. And then £149 per child for seven days. Oh, God. Right? He plans to take himself, Beyonce... <coughs> Baby Blue Ivy and Auntie Solange. He's trying to get out of her bad books. Um, if they all go for two weeks, how much will the holiday cost? Oh, my gosh. Break it so, down, guys. Break it down. So I want to know how smart the Food Bar Radio listeners are, okay? And also, I'm curious to know if my little nieces listening, they're probably going to get this like quicker than I did. So that's £249 per person for seven days, £149 per child for seven days. And this is Beyonce, Solange, Jay-Z <laughs> and um, Baby Blue. Hit us up if you guys know the answers. Two weeks, by the way. It's two weeks. For two weeks. We, we, we need to, to get to the bottom of this, I think. Oh, Doc, Doc's scribbling away. He's taking advantage of the fact that I'm, I don't know mm. if my hand's free mm. right now. But yeah, hit us up with the answers to Miss Okureke's mass question. This is the most terrifying moment that I've had in my broadcasting career, which spans over the decade, really. But to be challenged about my mass abilities live on air is <laughs> pretty embarrassing. Because I'm not even... No, I think I've got it right. But I have to admit, quite embarrassingly, that I did need to use a calculator. Oh, uh, it's like, I didn't say you couldn't use a calculator. It's like calculators are all good. They're a tool that are necessary, you know, that are useful for life. And, you know, would you necessarily be using pen and paper if you were working out a holiday? That's very true. So yes. I, I reckon I could have done it without a calculator. Yeah, I think good. I could have as good. well. But good. Honestly. The rest of the show would have been so boring. Because it basically <laughs> would have been us with a pen and a paper. Yeah. Doing but long... Not- Long edition. This will take a long time. Long yes. time. <laughs> um, but I, I have a feeling that everyone in the studio has come up with a different answer. Yeah, well, I mean, I first came up with 12,544, which is I did so get to wrong. that, and then I realised, okay, that cannot be right. I was but doing, to recap like, the, the listeners... Day, I wasn't actually listening to the question. That was the biggest Yeah, you mistake. just, like, jumped in it was at a, the end. It was just, basically, it was like you a throwback to school. Yeah. It was exactly the same. <laughs> so just didn't flash, listen flash, flash, in flash. the first place. 
and then tried to come up with an answer. Oh, you're one of those ones. Yeah, but we have Susan Okereke with us, who is a who, fabulous... Yeah, she, she knows the question. She's super passionate time. about maths and getting people enthused about maths and um, how, you know, we all need to realise that maths is part of everyday life. And she put a question to us about Jay-Z and Beyonce's family holiday and how we would calculate these, these things. Okay, what answer did you come with, um, uh, Doc? Uh, well, I started off with 12,544 and then realised that I was charging them 249 quid a day. For but that would probably be days. nothing for them anyway. That's still a so lot. Then Benadol. I realised that yeah. was wrong and my final answer is... Uh, Don't be shy, it's alright, we won't ridicule you. £1,792. I got to that as well! Can I just say? Did you get the same? I'm scared. Round of applause, well done. <laughs> You guys have helped Jay-Z out And now he and hopefully his relationship with Solange Will be positive po- Positively repaired do you, Would you be able to Maths repaired You yeah. know those, those difficulties in Mass life is strong like So do you know like how Do you want explanation of how or do you How would you have done it without a calculator Oh, if oh you can, psh, psh. I just blink and it happens I just know um, No right it's about, like, if you've got a good addition method, that's kind of the key thing. I don't. I've got the same one that I would have used in primary school. And that so. is a to- that's valid. That's kind of... The, the skills you learn in school are the ones you're meant to be using when you're older. So it's not like you're meant to do this quite quickly. And actually, one of the biggest fallacies is to say that you have to be quick at answering the question to be good at maths. And that's rubbish. That's actually, true. Because that's why people end up getting it wrong. Because they're like, oh, my God, I've been taking more than three seconds to answer. This is making me look bad. I would have literally yeah. done my old long multiplication. Perfect. Oh, that done, made like, me happy to see that. And then the, the nine and the, the, oh, the, the, my units, my tens. To see that. Yeah, and my units hundreds. Tens, oh. This makes me... This <laughs> Actually, is my raison d'etre. This is why I get up in the morning. You guys are making Literally. me happy. Yeah, boy. There was only two things that I liked about maths in school. Only two? Yeah. One Aww. was that there, there was no grey areas. You either right or you mm. were wrong. I like that. Mm-hmm. That is a great and thing. And the other thing was the teacher was hot. Which is, is this is <laughs> Which what helps. I was going to ask you. Like, how, how How do you be hot in a secondary school? Because <laughs> it's fine in primary school because no one cares. But it must be hard for you... When you're teaching, like, sort of the 14 up and above, the, pr- the post-pubescence. I think I generally whack out my bikini when it's a really dry, <laughs> dry topic. When you're needing to grab their attention. Uh, let me yeah. tell you something about, like, post-pubescent boys. Your clothing is irrelevant. You can, you can dress down as much as you like. Oh my god, that's disgusting! See, that's you can not have bad breath. That's you can, like, anything goes. You're making me rethink my whole career now. I, I was okay about it, but now I'm not. <laughs> <so sure. laughs> anyway, I like to think that mathematics engages them enough, and I, I'm just. Well, uh, we don't like to think that. Yes, that's your time. Yes. <laughs> no, but maths is also a part of music. Math, music is maths. Oh well, yes. You know, so I think there's many that's areas true. of, of and art that there's over, overlap. You that's know, true. and um, up next, thank you so much, Susan. I love that Thank little you. challenge. I do need to work on my. I might my bring some more to massage you in the that muscle in my brain a bit more. Yeah, we'd love it. And up, coming up shortly, we have another special guest for you, a superstar UK producer. So make sure you hold it tight. We're going to have an exclusive mix from the one like Last Skeptic. You just lost one. You just lost one. Lost ones. But we all were on point with the math question from Susan. I'm proud of us, you know. I'm proud. Did you get the math question correct? Well, skeptic, um, did you get correct? I'll be honest. I'll be honest with you. Um, I just ignored it, and therefore I didn't have to do it. Didn't have to deal with it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
that is kind of taking the holidays, man. <laughs> you know. But yes, you are tuned into the sounds of football radio with Sarah, Hugh, and Doc. But Hugh is not here this week. But um, remember, mm-hmm. we have a uh, regular theme on Tuesdays, which what, is taking do? the piss Tuesdays. It's, it's your time piece. to vent, okay? But that's coming in a little while. And before that, we have another special guest for you, going by the name of Lost Skeptic. Yo, 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 yo. Check this out. Actually, we, Lost Skeptic did a little uh, gig to, to, to boost his, his new EP. Uh, I don't even like you last November and he actually asked me to come do an intro for him which kind of turned into a bit of a roast I'm just going to play you a couple seconds of it now check this out okay alright you don't know why you're here so I don't need to get into too much detail but we are here for a, obviously for a very specific reason uh, I want to uh, I want to introduce a man who really needs an introduction um <laughs> Uh, a, a complex man, a beautiful man, a, a, a man who is bald and hairy at the same time. But, but more specifically and anatomically, a man. He is Importantly, a, man, a male Homo sapien man. Let's just clarify that. A man, a man, a man <laughs> who needs it. A man who the last time, the last time he he, he blessed us with with music. It was with uh, a, a record called Thanks For Trying, which featured uh, an original video for every single song before Beyonce. And yes, and Beyonce has continued to bite his style ever since. Yeah. <laughs> story, true story. Everything that she's done is embarrassing. <laughs> Such a bite There goes a little snippet of that. You can see the rest on that on Corin, the last skeptic's Twitter page. Do you know what I love the most about that, Doc, is that uh, afterwards I said to you, did, did you did you prepare that? Is that something that, that you had prepared? And you were, well, actually, you know, I was I was stood by the bar and uh, I, I was next to your mum. And yeah. I, said to, I said to your mum, like, <laughs> what can I say? That's <laughs> an absolute true story. I was, I was sat, there was like a little bench thing to the, to the, the left of the bar and I was sat there with a gin and slimline tonic um, of course of course and uh, I was trying to think up funny things to say and I knew I had a good line to open with and I was just trying to build off of that and I wanted to do a man thing a man thing that would make, would make me chuckle Grr. but your mum kept talking to me it was really hard to concentrate so <laughs> well, I was trying to be really polite was on you. I mean, <laughs> it's, it's, it's possible it's, it's possible he's a handsome guy family guy listen I, honestly I walk <laughs> into some married. rooms and it's entire generations like three generations of <laughs> women hitting on you yeah listen so as long as you get to that man. as long but, as you get me a good Christmas present you can be my dad that's all I'm saying but yeah this is a little introduction to a bit of the vibe that last skeptic the artist is all about you know so um no but skeptic i mean obviously we've known each other for like years and years and um yeah like all three of us these hip-hop circles i love it but it's been a while since i've seen you i haven't known him that long that's the weirdest thing the weirdest thing is i never knew corin skeptic during the rap days i met him i met him when once i quit rap in fact i knew his brother before I knew him, because mm-hmm. his brother, his, his, his brother's name is Tian Nduyeb, who's a very successful oh, okay, right. stand-up Not comedian. So I'd yeah. met him on the circuit, you know, and he was like, "Oh, you must know my brother." Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, "I've heard of him, but I don't really know him." <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's kind of weird. Though, like, and then we he be- was like, "You need to became get to pals. Know. Yeah, you need to it. get to know." You know what? And this is what I love <laughs> about um, me and Doc met up with Ed Scryan, of course, another hip hop alumni, mm. uh, a couple of months ago. And uh, what I love is all of us heads that you know might have come together. School actually, sorry, yeah, I think you did, and. 
all of us were at Kung Fu, you know, one, yeah! one stage or another, you know, all of us were there, you know, I was there as a 13-year-old, you know. Mm. And hey, like, man, you're making me sound old. <laughs> I used you to run old. Kung Fu, you're right? Hey, you're only just 25, right? Thanks. Surely. Yeah, exactly. Um, I'm always 25. <laughs> yeah. You know, and, and I love the fact that all of us hip-hop alumni, you know, have this old-school tie of, of the rap days yeah. and somehow still work together and it's see like each other. like we should have a little crest for our blazers. I think we should. Yeah. I think we should, yeah. Let's definitely. that. Like, them... <laughs> Cambridge like people a mic have their yeah, right. places they yeah. go I don't know but yeah. without like the sordid bit and everything yeah. I mean maybe yeah. just a touch of it you know mm. well I'll leave that to you guys <laughs> a t- a, just but a for touch those of who are, I don't need to know what you guys get up to in game no, with, you really uh, when you're in the club wait, oh no but that everything. just gets rid of part of the things I wanted to talk about <laughs> <laughs> no but for those who aren't familiar who is Last Skeptic because you've obviously worked with a whole gang of different people yeah. over the years haven't you? but how did you no but what was your introduction to music though like making music I mean making music well I started when I I was in school. I went to school with Sway, uh, and he taught me how to make beats oh, when, I was, yeah, when I was a kid. This was uh, in Highgate, Highgate Wood. Oh, I see. Yeah. I went to a school called North Highgate Wood. <laughs> it, it weren't bad. It, it, it weren't good. good. Oh, it's yeah. just school. <laughs> so you don't come rap about anything. That's right. Yeah. And so yeah, I started off real young. Um, and then had the first record out at like 16 and uh, Sway jumped on prior to the present which came out when I was 18 um, and since then just been steadily releasing records and things have luckily kicked off for me quite nicely in the past few years and uh, it's been very exciting. Yeah, I didn't realise you were just such a baby compared to me. Mm. I really am feeling like grandma. Mm. <laughs> Grandma's hands on the turntables. But the thing is, I look really old, so, you know, it's, it's fine and you're youthful forever. <laughs> yeah, so, so we're balancing things it's out. Yeah, yeah, I've, I've constantly, see, I'm 30 in a month's time mm. and <laughs> I have Do constantly... Do you know what the theme look- of his party is? What? OAPs. Yeah. Oh, wicked! Yeah. So I'm you invited. Come, you've got to come. <laughs> you've got to so come. You won't even have to dress up. Yeah. OAP party, but like I've constantly looked 30 <laughs> since I was 15 years old, so I'm I'm fine with it. Yes, but um, <laughs> no, I think um, we should hit some people with some of some of your music to give Definitely. them a, a, a taste. How do you like it if we drop them some show me remix? Yes. What's this song about? Where's so this, this is this is taken from my last EP called I Don't Even Like You, and it's actually a remix from it featuring my boy Trim, who used to be in Roll Deep and Screwfish is on there as well sick nice sick guy. he's a very sick guy That was the sounds of Last Skeptic. So you said this is from a project called I Don't Even Like You. Yeah, my last EP was called I Don't Even Like You, and that held the original of that song, which is just the instrumental. Um, and then they, Trim and Screwfizz, kindly, very kindly jumped on the remix. Why did you call it I Don't Even Like You? What fa- mm. Did you really feel this need? You're like, okay, this needs to be addressed. Yeah. I'm not going to say it's your face, well, but I'm going to make a whole album, <laughs> and hopefully you'll get the message. Well, you know what? There's a lot of people out there that you have to deal with on a daily basis um, with work, in, in life, that For actually real? you just mm-hmm. really fucking hate <laughs> For real? And I really you know. And <laughs> I don't hate anyone He's like but He's trying not no to look at Doc No one was looking at Doc that's, that's, that's why I love that Drake lyric though You know that lyric he's got an energy Where he says uh, I got rap brothers that I used to act like I like but my acting days were over fuck them brothers for life I love, I love that lyric because it's just like you it's know just, what it's forget that it man yeah. like I'm done no it's true but your, and your, your albums have, they've, it's almost, I feel like they're almost like a series because mm. the last one was called Thanks for Trying Thanks for Trying yeah. just, it felt like it had the same kind of tone in yep. your voice and, and the one before that saying uh, I don't even like you the one before that was with Rude Adams and it was called How Not to Make a Living um, and that's, it's, it's all kind of got that vibe the, the very um, self deprecating Acerbic, slightly sarky, and like you say, self-deprecating. Well, my next album, which I'm working on now, I've just I've done about ten tracks for it now. It has an equally 
uh, as rid- ridiculous title, but that I'm not going to say yet. Okay, <laughs> but you're keeping but it, it on that same oh, non-positive yeah. kind of vibe. It's, yeah. re- it's really, it's you're sort really, of basically hateration. Definitely, one hundred percent. Well, you know, it's just real. <laughs> it's like, listen, there's people out there that are dickheads. They just are. They exist. <laughs> yeah. We we can't, you know, like Nigel Farage, that's part of, David Cameron, exactly perfect, perfect examples. <laughs> and like, and and you can't avoid them. It's yin and yang of the, in the world. So it's just got you've got to know who you like and who you don't like. And there's a lot of people. I don't like yeah. said like a true <laughs> Londoner like yeah. that's real London speech yeah. right there and it must be quite sort of freeing not <gasps> being like a rapper or a singer because you don't have to address it in a lyric either metaphorically or, or out in the open just you playing. can just hide behind you the boards sort of, yeah you can kind of make us a, a piece of music <laughs> mm. that just kind of says your mood for yep. you yep, and people yep. can read whatever and they name want it, it and name it you know the title is, is however you feel actually I've got you know some of them don't make any sense though I've got a song on my new album called Roadkill Panda so I don't <laughs> yeah. think any of it makes yeah. any sense really yeah but then there's other ones like screw you Jason Campbell from year 7 <laughs> <laughs> yeah I never forgot that I love that, that song <laughs> I love that song so well, abstract so I just can't work out what it means that's a wonderful one yeah <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if he's heard it that's it and who ate the last of my frosties <laughs> you know, these are the key issues that need addressing in society yep. you know I think you should run for election I think got, I think I should yeah. a, a good chance and I think you, you've put together a lovely uh, mix for us yes it's a bit of a treat it's actually a little uh, a little special Def Jam kind of mix that I did uh, for Def Jam for their 30th it's anniversary it's mad that they asked you to, to do that it's yeah so is this, that like this, a backhanded compliment? It's like, yeah, yeah what the of, hell like, would they want to ask you? No, but I just think <laughs> it's like, impressive. crazy. But it also makes me wonder, no. like, how do you... Like, is, is, there, is there like a clash from making that leap from DJ to producer? Or do you see it as it's not even a leap? You just do the two things side by side and one is not detrimental to the other? Or you know, what? I, think, I think they, 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 they go and respect a music producer who's also a DJ. Who knows? You know, it's, re- it's it is quite. I know what you mean, and it's more. Of you know the, I'm it's, it's more of other people's perception yeah. than it is m- the way that I deal with it myself. Mm. Like to me, when I when I DJ in a club, I, I find it very inspiring because it makes me. It helps me know what to make when I'm producing. Right. So I'm like, oh, this kind of works, and maybe I should try this sound here and this sound there. But um, but yeah, I, I know what you mean. There's like I wouldn't necessarily always play my songs in a club like <laughs> you know mm. I had that discussion with a know? producer recently actually whether that is um, good etiquette as a, to do a whole set of your own music mm. if you're a producer or, or not I think there's only a select few producers who can really get away with that yeah Primo exactly <laughs> Primo oh that's the end of that list <laughs> I'm, 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 that's it and that's Primo it. And starts and finishes uh, there I might start <laughs> DJing in my stand up sets yeah, yeah, sharp, just like, sharp. Yeah. Wicky, wicky. it's a classic joke <laughs> yeah. dance dance no but what were you DJing before you were producing you know what I produced first I started to produce way before and I couldn't because I couldn't afford turntables so I had one belt drive turntable from my dad a trio turntable belt drive um, that that I I inherited that I could that I tried to scratch on technology yeah I know and and, uh, so yeah I just couldn't afford I couldn't afford it so I had to learn how to DJ at my first gig when I was like oh. 19 so after my rec- first record it came out and I didn't have a, a, like turntables to, to play it on and I had to just go <laughs> up on stage and go yeah I know how to DJ it's cool <laughs> and what <laughs> and, uh, what is this fade I don't in, know what's happening out. yeah hey, so that's was... part of succeeding is just being able to fake it a bit exactly <laughs> so was, you know but no, let's get into some of this mix because I definitely want us to chat to you again uh, before you bounce up out of here. And remember, people, Fubar listeners, we want it's taken the piss Tuesdays yeah. and skeptic. We want to hear from you too, and you mm-hmm. too, Susan. Like, what in this last week has made you think, 
are you for real like are you taking the piss mm. mate um, so keep that might in your mind me. going <laughs> yeah I think it might have been <laughs> zero double three zero double two three zero two hundred tweet us at Food Bar Radio and um, let's get into this mix from Last Skeptic oh my goodness you just got the tunes rolling I'm like I need to like get out of this mix but you're just kind of taking the piss with the tunage that was Last Skeptic in the mix oh no I love this tune people always sleep on this Jay-Z track but this kind of le- that was the sounds of Last Skeptic in the mix uh, and this kind of leads a nice because that was a Jay-Z track because we're about to get into Are You Taking the Piss and I just think, you know, too often people are just taking liberties, aren't they? And um, I think uh, we, we spoke a little bit about Tidal earlier in the show, didn't we? And um, mm. I think, uh, how are you standing with that? Well, you know what? I just put up one tweet about it and I just put hashtag Tidal Illuminati. <laughs> Shut them down. That's all I said. And that's it. And then ducked out of the conversation. <laughs> you know yeah. what? It's, it's really weird. I feel like if they wanted to launch a product, why don't they just do a Steve Jobs and get up on stage mm-hmm. with Jay in like a polo neck, you know, with, 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 <laughs> with, with flip-flops with flip flops on and just going in, in there, you know, with, his, with a bald head and just being in front of a screen and being like, it would a pointer. Like, hi, hi guys, this is this is uh, Tidal. But actually present something that is it's, really groundbreaking uh, and something fresh rather than to exactly. make out that they're on some um, communist kind of, you know... <laughs> <laughs> socialist movement it's about the people where it's like no you know we're just a million pounds short this week so uh, we need to correct that so just leave Spotify yeah so yeah. I did kind of think like are you taking the piss when I heard about that you yeah. know so it is that point of the show where we need to know are you taking mm. the piss hit us up zero double three zero double two three zero two hundred what this week made you say are you taking the piss stock I think a few people have already emailed yeah. in yeah well I mean everybody knows what, what, what's been taking the piss out of my life this week we don't need to go into all that again <laughs> I mean the, the sexual intercourse at Reading Festival alone but, um, <laughs> wow you loved it moving swiftly on We've got, uh, who's this from? This is from uh, Lenny in Tolls Hill. Says, hello! Hello, Lenny! <laughs> I think Jay-Z is taking a piss, mate, with his title thing. That <laughs> chief has more than enough money. Lenny, please, yeah. can you call the show on 0330 because I need wow. to know if you actually sound like that. Uh, Ted in Peckham says, my local shop, right? <laughs> I love taking how they all piss. sound the same. <laughs> Bobby is sold out of tango. Wow. <laughs> they just don't cut it the same. That's real. That's taking a piss. From, uh, <laughs> These are like life pivotal issues yeah. right now. Uh, and I'm sure we'll have some more. Before we move on from the emails, this last one is probably my favourite. This is from a lovely young woman uh, named Erica, who uh, has stated quite clearly in her ma- email, The crazy wind this morning, right, has pissed me right off. I've just done my hair, and by the time I got to work... Look, I just rolled out of bed. That wind is taking a piece. Fully taking a piss, mate. That's, uh, that's from Erica. <laughs> and we ain't having it. On, on the email. We so need please, to complain to please Michael Please keep your emails coming in at foobarradio.com. It's Tuesday yeah. Drive at foobarradio.com. Yeah, we'd love Doc to hear. And Sarah. You know what I saw in the news today? There was some guy who's taking part in um, a 
darts competition, but he was um, blind. He's like a. a it's, oh, that's a, so dangerous. That is really dangerous. Yeah. <laughs> but then they they what? suspected something fishy was happening because they said he was too good at the darts. So they actually revealed that really he was just faking it, and really wow. it's like, come on, dude. For what? For extra what? For extra props or? Yeah, that's like Cartman in South Park. He did that's that, didn't he? <laughs> like, yeah. So really, you know, that dude gets the. Are you taking the piss? Like for <laughs> wow. real wow. kind of thing. Susan, that dude, you're not really was he partially sighted or prop? Like, no, he was just lying. Oh, he was just literally oh, he lying. He just could, yeah. yeah. He found out and he was like, screw you guys and get him. <laughs> but he <laughs> still was running last in the competition anyway. But no, what this week, Susan, was there anything this week that oh. made you like, are you taking, you're a school teacher, come on, you must have enough of this Well, there was the, today I had a bit of that where um, I was in school today doing a GCC maths revision sort of day. So it was all day in my holiday. Nice. And um, last session, the, the first two sessions were great. Um, and it was all really positive. And then the last few sessions, a couple of the boys who were a little bit on the silly side decided to go into the session together. And it was that thing of, okay, cool. As long as we get some work done, I don't care. It's holiday time, whatever. Anyways, a couple of them were taking the piss by being on their phones, just chatting. And what was really sad was loads of people were really, 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 really into it. And I had to literally lay it down to them. So they ruined it for everybody else. Well, no. It's their own time they're wasting, really, isn't it? But then I told them to get out. Oh, it was so funny. Anyway. <laughs> You're so like, look, in front of the class and share enough. It. Yeah, it's like, get out. Um, I love those teacher phrases. Yeah. Oh, no, my favourite teacher phrases. Be quiet! When they're screaming at the top of their voice, be quiet. It's like, um, Always works. that's a bit of a so conundrum. Skeptic, break it down. What's, what's been taking the piss oh, out man, of You know life? what? I've Other got, than Tidal. Listen, I've got two things. One okay. of them is serious uh, and one of them is not. So I'm going to start with a serious one okay. yes. and ease okay, people straight, straight into yeah, the yeah. mirth, yeah, I, think, I think, slowly. A good, good way around. Um, all right, so serious one is... I see, you know, obviously the grime is, I love grime, it's, it's getting everywhere now, people are bigging it up as it deserves. Um, and well, is it really getting, like, because I even wonder if grime even exists. Whoa. Whoa. What do you mean? Really? Whoa. Like, it's just anyone who's English rapping just gets well, called see, grime. Well, uh, you know it's what? like, L- where is, who is grime? What is grime? Who, who is grime? <laughs> who, is, who, who is this Mr. <laughs> grime? So you sound like my nan. Who is grime? Who is grime? Who is grime? Stephen Grime. Who is this man? Who is this man? But a lot of a lot of I see a lot of press. I am showing my age. (laughs) I see a lot of press and blogs and really like wanky, uh, you know, kind of like beatsy, just clicky blogs. Just Mm. go starting to support. You know, I'm doing posts on amazing UK rap albums like Skits Country, man, like real classics. But then, you know, which is really, a grime album. No, but yeah. what I'm saying is, you know, the people mm, focusing mm. on UK rap and like AKA they call grime. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> what I really think is taking a piss is that you and me and Doc, we all remember when UK rap was a dirty word, when no one wanted to support it, when all of the press were just like, oh, that's UK rap. We don't want any of that. You know, all of that stuff. And so for these same blogs were the same ones that said that shit back in the day and now they're coming on like they supported it. Yeah. Yeah. That is taking a piss. That they really not is. only are taking the piss, but they are pussy holes yeah. to the fullest degree. I'm sorry. No, because it's like it's all easy to jump on yeah, something yeah, when yeah, everyone's yeah, cool yeah. and you've got the industry behind you, but it's to money. break down doors and mm, to be mm. a renegade, that takes yeah. cojones. The thing is, yeah. what, what we were a part of is, yeah. is, is, is deemed so unfashionable now that people don't want to be, even be associated with it. You know, certain rappers are changing their name and shit. Like, they don't want to be associated with the world that we came from because they think it's embarrassing. Well, they, they did, but dead. now they do. And now they do. That's yeah. what I'm saying. So it's like basically people should just recognise that we were torchbearers mm. we, we, we passed the torch on to a next generation of dudes who, who had better links and whatnot with the industry but who wanted nothing to do with us either None. and had no schooling from like the so heritage just, that we came it's up it's a through. case mm. of 
ignorance and arrogance mixed together which always is always a dangerous yeah. but you know the dangerous thing as well for a lot of these so-called grime artists is that because there isn't actually you know the de- same depth of heritage that you come from if you come out of hip-hop like they can just be manipulated into any shape or form that there is and that's why i think grime is so vulnerable and doesn't really exist now because who is this grime who is this, <laughs> who is this grime get him on the phone him, mr grime to speak and to him down. you know I've, I've always loved grime. i always i bought in 2004 i bought wiley pies on on vinyl you know, I bought P's and Q's, K, you know, uh, you know uh, Lethal Bizzle Power. Like, to me, I love all these records. But, you know, that was that was part of, to me, the, the, the soundtrack of London that was around mm. me at the time. And and so I, I, was all, I love grime, and it isn't a rant about grime. It's just a rant about the people. Cowards in the industry. The cowards in the industry that try and always, you know, it's the same thing. Give me a high five, because that's what I was chatting about last week and oh, got, got a bit afraid of me. You got, got scary. Well, you know what? <laughs> you could have been talking about anything. It would have still been scary. You know what? I'm going to ri- I'm going to raise professing it. Professing your love for everybody in the room, it was still been frightening. I'm sorry. It's I know. Very I do I'm, I'm gonna, people sometimes well. inadvertently. You see, the the the, the spirit is here. The spirit is here. So, um, so bring us on to your second. So I'm going to go to the Murph. This is um, something that we've spoken about previously okay. via text. Uh, <laughs> similar to. <laughs> you don't need too much personal <laughs> Similar to what you told me happened at Miami Airport. This is this is a urinal related taking a piss situation. All right. Um, so I don't like to piss next to anyone. All right, I don't like to do it. I don't want to do it. All right, oh, it's just it's it's you know it's it's peak. So I'm not Stay doing out it. The men's. No, but there's times Sarah? when you accidentally Stay walk in, you're like, no. Oh, yeah. It's like the most Accident. scarring, traumatizing. And then ten thing minutes ever. later, you're like, why am I still in here? <laughs> no, but what the hell is that like bar of soap shit in the bottom of the Euro- that, oh, it's just, that's, you? Are animals. That's, that's my female, ill-informed female friend. Is a pineapple cube. Oh, in case you're hungry no <laughs> used to in. deal with the odours that naturally that does not emanate <laughs> from your genitals <laughs> when from using piss. a urinal with a thousand so men when you are within an hour do you know the worst when thing about them piss. the worst thing about them is they're called we're urinal cakes so the thing that we're, yeah. back so, to when you're taking a piss so I'm taking a piss and I think oh you know look, <laughs> it's clear on the left it's clear on the right oh this is nice fantastic I've got nice you know all, all of the urinals are free mm. I don't have to stand next to mm, anyone this is you know this is appealing to me and then a guy walks in and stands in the urinal next to me wait how many urinals are there I mean there's a, there's at least like seven or eight wow oh, it's an airport urinal no, no, no. This no. was like this was in a, a bar. But do you think that this is also a, a technique that some people use to pick um, up a cost, like you know, to kind yeah, of highly possible. Yeah, break the ice. They're like, well, if he mm. doesn't to break to, to, to break the cake, maybe I'm in there. Well, you know, all all is that happened possible? is that I don't know I just what goes. You know what you guys get up to, but because see, what I would do in that situation is the most natural thing. I would I would squeeze my penis and stop the flow <laughs> and walk <laughs> along behind him. I'd risk to my medical the urinal health right on the other end. <laughs> see, I, what I did then then continue the flow. I did exactly that, but went to a cubicle for some private time. <laughs> right. Well, yeah. I mean, if there was a cubicle free, that would be ideal for some self-reflection. Oh, men are great. Oh, you know the worst place. Have you seen that in? Um, She's got so uh, much experience. Like Leicester the Square. No, Tell no. Us. Leicester oh, Square. They have this thing that comes out of oh, the ground. Oh, that's awesome. And it's yeah. just like a urinal in the it's middle of the yeah. street. Never and then in the daytime, in it goes. You that, can't shit. Yeah. In that. That, uh, is, are you speaking work. from experience? It, yeah, it just doesn't work. But the eight times I've tried, you had the runs, and only one of them worked. What you gotta do if you're gonna shit in it, guys, just wait for it to to start going. 
back into the ground and shit on top of it Isn't and then it sucks like it down break. back into the hole. <laughs> Isn't that like dawn when it goes back? That's a long uh, way. So we got, got a couple, we got a couple more emails. Okay, guys, we need um, to know are you taking the yeah, what do. made you say that this week? Hit us with the emails. We, we do have a couple more emails, but my, my mouse has gone. My oh, mouse no. has disappeared from off I've the got sky. one oh, more. Go. On. Oh, yeah, go on, Susan. Go on. Just, I just remembered this is something that got me so angry this Vexation. week. It was Southern Rail. You bastards. Wow. What, what happened was I went <laughs> I to get my train. cheers going across <laughs> the country right now. Like, yes, bastards. we've been waiting for someone to mention them. Um, I checked on my phone. It was like, on oh, my train's coming in two minutes. I ran. I ran, I ran. And on the, on the kind of machine saying the time, it said it was coming in a minute. And then a couple of minutes went by. Mm. And then it just disappeared. What, the, the, the information train. disappeared. The information <laughs> went, it disappeared, right. and I was like, oh dear God. And so the people on the train oh were like, God. Oh dear <laughs> my God. life is in danger. <laughs> so everyone on the platform was like, what? There was no train that went past. What's happened? So we just wait. The next train's half an hour. What? Half an hour. So anyway, I go get <laughs> coffee, go? come back. I come back. I watch the other trains go past because it says again that the train is coming and it takes me home. Got there. Again, it disappears. Whoa. They cancel it twice in an hour, which means you're messed up. But you know what? Things I'm like that, that could life. really oh set off a riot oh, yeah. at rush hour. Like a people rush at rush hour, hour they haven't had their dinner yet. Yeah. Maybe they had a pint before they headed to the train station. Like, that's a very Maybe precarious point of the day. It's <laughs> the only way you cope with the journey I'll is you guys, by down a lot the pint. Emails coming through about I wind, love hearing wind what the Fubar listeners... Wind and hair <laughs> yeah. is what a lot of the women have uh, got issues yeah, with. Yeah, it's, it's, it's lethal um, out there right now. Tri- Trixie in, in Westminster has, uh, has said the same thing as, uh, as Erica, which, uh, <laughs> I mean, in her words, she said, I just had a nice new haircut <laughs> down here, dresses. Uh-huh. I stepped outside and the bloody wind's ruined it. The wind is well taken a piss. Trixie. Big up Trixie. Uh, similarly, Tanya has just got ready. Where's Tanya? She's in Stockwell. Also, all London, yeah. She got ready to go out, so her hair's all sorted. And your mate's just cancelled. Oh, no. Taking a piss. <laughs> I fixed up good. Oh, and I took sure time. Tanya looked amazing. This is my favourite email, mate, ba- mainly because the subject just says piss. <laughs> <laughs> so, mate, this is one for skeptic. Awesome. No one's, so no one's taking like it. About it's still there. It's Nathan in, Nathan in Epsom. Hashtag He's piss. so angry that he couldn't, uh, he didn't have time to write take on the piss Tuesdays. Just put just piss. Ah! Let's get into this. Piss, right? I've gone right to a friend's ass for dinner. And she's only made me a carrot pie. A fucking carrot pie. What is a carrot pie? Apparently, my other mates told her I've become a bloody veggie. Not impressed. Not impressed. Wow. Taking the ultimate piss. Wow. Nathan in Epsom. Carrot Nathan pie. is like ready that. to end that friendship, Nave. man. He's done. Oh, He's Nave. like... Do not accuse me of being a veggie. <laughs> this is quite not a philosophical way to end it, actually. Piss ta- I, like, I love the subject. Piss yeah, this take. subject manager says piss take. Piss and it's take. from Robin Essex. All it's almost. quite a philosophical way to end the show. He says, yes. uh, I'm still tired from losing that hour. <laughs> <laughs> time. Time is taking a piss. Oh, bless you. It's, it's going to be okay. It's from Robin Essex. Rob, Thanks, Rob. Rob everything's going to be okay. Don't worry. Don't worry. We're all in. The, we're all in this together. We're behind uh, uh, you. Also, Don't worry. Th- thanks a lot for uh, to taking the piss, Perry, for coming in and reading those emails. We really appreciate your time. Yeah, it's always uh, he's, he's fe- features um, features gone. Perry. But you know, we always love to hear um, what this week made you guys say. Are you taking the piss? And remember, 
Doc can rap about, yeah, anything. Can rap about anything. So you need to you also be hitting us up. Have been emailing us about selfie sticks and piss takes, and you've forgotten to email me any subject matters to rap about anything. But so I think Skeptic has something now. to offer. Oh, I'm, I'm, putting my, inspire you. I'm putting my hand up like okay. a good kid. Yes. Uh, just to say that I have <laughs> well two done. subjects that I want to hear you rap about. Okay. One, I mean, you should be able to guess this, man. Come on. One is Due South. Due South, Jesus. Oh. That's going to, see, I need a wiki you page. What? The 90s program. Yep, wow. aka the greatest TV show ever made. Okay, wow. I never watched it. Sorry. Two, I'm not included in this. The, second, down, the second greatest TV show ever made that I've been re watching recently, <laughs> which was Press Gang. Oh my God. Wow, now that is something I would love to rap about. Yeah. And it's also Dexter British. Yeah. Julius Wilder. Julius Wilder. Wilder. She, yeah. You know. Did you stab oh, the hots for Julius? She was the ting. What's that? Did you stab the hots for Julius? She's like us as well. I, should, I think she used to live in Muswell. No way. I reckon she's I should have hollered. I should have hollered. Holla, holla. I actually um, fancy her sister a lot. Nadia Zohala. Nadia Zohala. Are there any brothers for me to join in on this? I'm not interested. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Your brother. Yeah, for you. Yeah, maybe. Check the gents. Check the gents. I think Stephen Grime is related to them. Stephen Grime. Before I forget, oh, yeah. I have, we have to big up this night. Um, yeah, come party with me and Skeptic on Sunday. We, we're going to do like just classic rap of the mm. 90s and Ooh. beyond. Are you taking the piss? No, we're not taking the piss. This is actually a not wow, taking okay, the piss okay. Tuesday <laughs> moment. Uh, birthdays in Dalston. Uh, oh, this nice Sunday, spot. Easter Sunday, we're going to be rocking all the way through to 3 a.m. Me, Skeptic, and the wonderful and gorgeous Emily Rawson, who does look a little bit like she could be a sort of hala Yeah, I she? agree with that. She yeah. could be. Yeah. The True. curly hair yeah. and that. Fact. Um, yeah, that's, that's, that's backed by Sarah as well. She's nodding. Uh, and we're going to be partying at birthdays in Dalston. So come down. It's a night of hip hop uh, with two incredible DJs and me. Hosting, <laughs> host for the most. That. Yeah, so that's thanks for listening, for you. guys. We're gonna yeah, get some we song. always, yeah, we're gonna, we are gonna go out for a song, but we want to say a big thank you to yeah, Susan, our mass expert and pillar of the community. Well. Uh, she was much more interesting than I expected our... a mass teacher to be. <laughs> I'll take that. Thank you. Yeah. You're breaking down stereotypes here, man. Yeah. And um, thank you so much, the last skeptic. Give the people the thank info you. about the the record. Where can they pick it up? When it is called "I Don't Even Like You." It is out now. It is on iTunes, Spotify, uh, and everything else. And you can go cop that uh, or if you don't want to cop it you can listen to it free on my SoundCloud so go do that too yeah, and who was on the record time uh, it's literally it's, well, it's features Dream McLean uh, there's a single called Femme on it but apart from that it's all instrumental it's seven tracks love led your black it's very cinematic very emotional so definitely look out for that remember to hit us up in the meantime at Tuesday Drive at foobarradio.com we need your ideas for things for Dr. Rap we about really next do. week hashtag yes. rap about anything hit me up docbrown88 or hit up foobar at foobarradio on Twitter let us know you've been tuned into the sounds of Sarah Hugh and Dr. Who minus you this week but thank you so much guys for tuning for joining us this week and for tuning in um, and keep it locked to foobar radio we have one more song for you from Lost Skeptic's album this one is called Cheerio And what are you Yeah check video out the video I produced the video for this I'm From one of my first productions From my production yep, company yep, yep. Uh, I, I also appear in it It's a pretty creepy video Which our producer Nat saw And she's actually vomited onto the desk <laughs> Which is why we had some technical problems Wonderful yeah. um, But yeah check that out on YouTube Cheerio The Last Skeptic